great day, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Strategic Possibilities Show, where we discuss success and growth to help you launch potential in your personal and professional life. My name is Emmett Ferguson, and I am your host. And before we go on with the rest of this episode, I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsors. And recently, I was able to get a sponsorship from Ty Lopez. He's an internet marketer, an internet entrepreneur, an angel investor. And I want to say thank you because these episodes and this podcast would not be possible without our sponsors. And this is something I'm incredibly excited about. I mean, have you ever been so excited about something that you just your mind just starts buzzing and you have to tell someone about it? So that's what's happening to me as I'm learning about how to add more streams of income from Ty Lopez's cash flow program. So that's Cashflow, C-A-S-H-F-L-O-W-W. That's Cashflow with two W's. And what he's been doing is he's been teaching me all about how to start a business without employees and startup costs. So you don't have to worry about all those fancy startup costs. You can get started right now. And how to build a brand on social media so you can earn an income from your brand. Whether you decide to start a podcast or whether you started a YouTube channel, I've done those things. Yet even I am having the opportunity to learn more ways to earn an income. And also, you'll also learn why certain companies would rather pay everyday people just like you and me to promote their products and services you don't have to be a celebrity you don't today you don't have to be uh, have a hundred thousand followers you can get started right now on starting your business without employees and you don't have to be super famous you can do this right from your very own home and basically He's teaching me all of these useful things to know about making money. And I didn't realize how much potential there is right now on the internet. And I was also shocked to know about how easy it is to get started. I mean, it used to be so time-consuming and expensive to start your own business. You'd have to worry about hiring an employee. You'd have to worry about starting you know, some, some corporations and... While those are some things you might want to consider down the road, getting started on the internet to start making money, earning income, earning an extra stream of income is incredibly simple. And Ty Lopez has created this amazing cash flow program. That's C-A-S-H-F-L-O-W-W with two W's. And it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be time consuming. It's all changed with that program. So trust me, you're going to want to check it out too. Now, here's what you can do is you're going to get a special offer if you go through and let them know that you were able to hear about his program through me. So here's a special link for you. That's cashflow.com slash your life, your way. That's cashflow.com slash your life, your way. C-A-S-H-F-L-O-W-W.com slash Y-O-U-R-L-I-F-E-Y-O-U-R-W-A-Y. Again, that's cashflow.com with two W's slash your life, your way. And let me know how it goes. You are not going to be disappointed. And with that, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be continuing on this with, with the rest of this episode. Hey. 
And thank you so much for tuning into this episode and taking the time to listen to this podcast. And with that, I'm very grateful and honored to have you as a listener. And with that, I want to introduce this episode based on the concept of the bottom line, the bottom line of business. Every business is talking about the bottom line and the bottom line ultimately profits, revenue, profits, customers that bring in profits or whatever. And that's typically what most businesses ultimately talk about or managers or investors or you know, sales managers or salespeople, you know, it's always like about the bottom line. And this is an interesting article or this podcast is based on an interesting article that I read in Financial Times, the Financial Times newspaper. And the Financial Times is a very reputable newspaper if you don't want listen to or if you don't already subscribe to it, you know, it ultimately talks about global financial news financial news economics from around the world and in Europe and India the Middle East Africa America you know it gives a very high-level overview of all the major news that's happening in all these different countries around the world and this article today that I read in there was very interesting it talks about this concept of how COVID has been changing businesses and COVID has been changing businesses obviously airline companies have taken a hit Gold has supposedly increased. Warren Buffett is buying up businesses in Japan. There's all sorts of major shifts that are happening with COVID-19. Companies like Dollar Tree and Dollar Tree and General Dollar or Dollar General, those companies are doing very well because they've been able to survive because people want those very cheap products that are ultimately just generic brands that they can find anywhere except all these other places charge like three to five times more and other things as well. But with that said, all different businesses are having all types of different results throughout COVID and they got the pharmaceutical companies, you got, um, you know, even the cannabis industry took a hit while other companies are doing well. Like for example, um, cold storage, you know, because people still need cold storage for food and for pharmaceuticals and for vaccines for COVID-19, the the, te- the vaccines that are being tested and all and the testing and all that. So with all that said, one of the interesting things that has affected businesses from COVID-19 is this whole concept of the bottom line, because most businesses have been negatively hit. Their bottom line has been negatively hit by COVID-19. And this is force majeure. This is something that just came from un- unexpectedly evolved out of, I don't know if evolved is the right word, but came out of China. And of course they deny it, but you know, so- enough sources have pointed that it came from China. And all of that, this catastrophic event has affected so many businesses so many lives so many people millions and millions and millions of people around the world and of course all the businesses have been affected but what it has also done for businesses is all these sales managers these finance people these ceos these executives who have had to bet on the bottom line who their ultimate success or failure their bonuses their 
uh, ability to hire or fire has been, and, and all of that has been tied to the bottom line. Their ability to influence investors has been tied to results at the bottom line, their profits, their revenues, their income, and all of that. And I'm not saying every business is like that, but for the most part, the bottom line is ultimately one of the most important factors. And the article in the Financial Times today talks about this concept that these businesses have had to look beyond the bottom line. They've had to look at new ways to measure their ability to perform. They've had to look beyond just the dollar value and go into other key measures, other measures, key performance indicators, you call them metrics, whatever you want to call them, better ways to measure their business and their performance because COVID-19 has had such a big impact, because things have completely been out of the hands of some of these people who have their entire career basically depends on a bottom line. And they've had to be measured in other ways, of course. They've had to be, their performance has had to be compared against some other measures other than the bottom line. And I think this is such an interesting thing to think about how these transformations have had to happen, basically. That this whole idea that you can't, at least for now, during COVID-19, that these businesses cannot just rely on bottom line measures, cannot just rely on how much income they brought in or how much profit they made, what what's their gross percentage profit, that they've had to look beyond that and they've had to figure out other ways to measure the results of their performance. And that's interesting because there are those people who ultimately relied and this is a double-edged sword there are people who have relied on their ability to to increase the bottom line through relationships and things like that and they end up coasting and obviously you know those people that coast like salespeople who have built up a long-term career and many many customers right they're coasting because they put in a lot of hard work and they deserve at some level a little bit of job security, financial freedom, and you know, they get to the to reap the seeds that they have sowed over a long time in their industries and their business. So that that's one thing. But at the same time, there are plenty of people who have ultimately relied on those things and and have continued to like and I'm not saying all salespeople who have like built up a long term business should just be allowed to coast and, you know, not continue to add value because that really, you know, businesses ultimately don't want to grow more. And they are responsible for managing that type of thing. But at the same time, you know, there is a level of the amount of hard work that you put in at some level, you know, you deserve some of the rewards. And there's all sort of uh, financial metrics and different reward systems that are available. But let's, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about this back to this idea that businesses have had to change because some of these salespeople or some of these financial people or operations people aren't able to base their the, measure their success on income. They've had to find other ways to measure their the success of their business. And every business might be different. It might be, oh, how many more customers do you have in the pipeline compared to a month ago or three months ago when COVID first hit or how many widgets are you producing or how many customer contacts have you attempted to make or how many customers are making the promise to you 
you know, six months from now when COVID starts to slow down or any, uh, these are just things that I'm making up on a spot, you know, but to, to think that every business or just about, well, not every business, but the businesses that were discussed in the financial times to imagine that there are a handful of businesses that are, that have to basically look beyond just what the profits are. They have to look at other results unless you know they just fire everybody for not having the right financial results but that makes no sense so they got to find other performance measurements to understand exactly you know what they're doing how they're performing and things like that and i think that's a very interesting and beautiful thing that covid19 is ultimately doing to businesses and at some level, I'm not saying, you know, profits should not be measured. You know, I'm not against profits or anything like that. But it's just interesting to see and think of how these businesses are going to have to transform, how they're doing these things differently, and how long ultimately it's going to last for. Like you think about companies that have been hugely impacted, like airlines and uh, food distribution businesses, chain restaurants, malls. Um, you know, theme parks, measuring someone who's responsible for financial success is so unfair, so ridiculous. And what do you, it makes no sense to just fire them, especially if they're a great asset to the business. So to find other ways to allow them to even keep their bonuses and not take that away from them, which would only create resentment, but to think that they're figuring out other ways to make it work. I think that's a beautiful thing for managers to be able to look beyond that bottom line and realize that, you know, these are situations that have happened that are beyond people's control and to to find the best solutions for not only their employees, their, their leaders in the business, but to make the business continue. And, of course, this article doesn't represent every company or every business in the world, but that article from the Financial Times about how these businesses are looking into other measurements beyond just profits and things like that. It's really interesting to think about. And with that, just wanted to share this interesting story that I read, and I highly recommend uh, taking a peek at the Financial Times. And with that, thank you so much for listening. I am very honored to be able to do these shows for you. And have a wonderful day, afternoon, evening, night, and goodbye. Thank you.